comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. <laughs> Drunk uncle, I have to ask, are you excited for Christmas? <laughs> How can I be, Seth? You know, these kids today, they don't even leave Santa milk and cookies anymore. You know? They just leave them almond milk and Instagram crackers. <laughs> you know? With Christmas in your house, tinsel on the tree, holly on the floor, baby sleeping with sugar plums in their cribs, Christmas time is here, Santa Driving up in a Lexus With the red bow on the roof It's Christmas time Oh Windy outside Look out Snowflakes on the window Christmas time is here so buy your kid a Wii, or Xbox One, or PlayStation 4, whatever they want. Christmas time is here, so let's go have some brunch. This is Frank Rincon from A Half Hour Wasted. Walking into a restaurant, I'm going to meet Brad and Bill for brunch. Hello. I'm meeting some friends. And I'm the first one here. Okay, can I get that booth? I have three people coming. Thank you very much. I'll sit in the middle. I guess I'm going to see if I can get some coffee. I sat here waiting for the guys, and uh, the waitress said, Are you waiting for someone? I said, Yeah. So but I could use some coffee. Things are bustling here at Mama's Daughter's Diner here in Dallas. Oh, there's Bill and there's Brad. There we go. Hey guys, how are you? Merry Christmas. What's up, brother? Bill, Merry Christmas. Good morning. Sit right here. Here, I'll take one. I'll sit right there. All right. So, how's everyone doing? As long as we get the salt shaker out of the way, we'll be fine. How's it going? Hi. Uh, can I get a coffee, please? 
Dr. Cracker? Iced tea, unsweetened. Thank you. I had some things I wanted to talk about. There's the smart choice. I did Unsweet see. iced tea. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, show schedule. We've been off a little bit yeah. lately. Okay, so what happened is, for episode 350, it got published, what, four or five days late? <laughs> How'd you find out that it was published late? Frank messaged me and said, where's episode 350? Okay. And I started thinking, and I realized that I had edited it yeah. Sunday night. I had uploaded it to the FTP. And then the next morning, I had plans. Well, you know, that night I had plans to publish it the next morning. I just had a brain fart. You know, as far as. Hey, we've all got kind of scraggly beards, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm growing my uh, December beard. Don't right shave there. December? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I have to admit that I actually. Uh, what's that? That was my phone. Okay. My alarm. I have to admit that uh, I did shave yesterday, so this is actually oh what it's supposed to look like. Are you serious? Oh, I'm totally going Don Johnson these days. Oh, thank you. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. You mean uh, you didn't shave it completely? <laughs> Are you saying you grew that in one day? No, no, I did not grow this in one day. No, oh, this is okay. what I shaved it down to. Oh, okay. So, yeah, right. you got the guide. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it's, it's just, I've decided to go Miami Vice, you know? <laughs> Um, it's a good look. I like that look. I'll do I that during the that. summer sometime. Well, I needed to frame my, uh, I needed to frame my, uh, my, my chin, and uh, <laughs> you know, thereby uh, helping to disguise the fact that uh, I'm working on a triple chin right now. So I'm not proud of it. Yeah, more there it is. China, man. Easy, I shaved, easy. Uh, I shaved the itchy part down here and just. Yeah. Was... All right. So anyway, I forgot to publish it. Frank sent me a message. Where is it? And what it amounts to is that Monday morning I had a brain fart, and I just, in my head, mm-hmm. I published it, but yeah. I never did publish it. So I ended up publishing it on, I think, Thursday or Friday. So yeah. you went, you like lived for like three days or yeah. something. You just yeah. like did stuff, and all of a Although sudden, at the went, back oh. of my at the back of my mind, something was nagging at me. I forgot to hit the green button. Mm-hmm. So we usually record on Wednesdays. Yeah. But uh, we couldn't this week, so that's why we're recording here on Saturday. Yeah. Brad, you had something come up? On Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, it was my day off. Um, and actually, I got called into work. And because my normal work week starts on a Thursday, yes, that's day one. That makes Wednesday day seven. Okay. And because I got called in on day seven of my work week, yes. I got double pay. Yay! Nice! Very nice. Oh, my gosh. For eight hours. And on top of that. Wow! And that makes up for the two days during the ice, Ice-mageddon. Yeah. Ice-mageddon? How do you pronounce that? I uh, thought it was Winter-mageddon. Winter-mageddon. <laughs> but, Either way. Uh, but I'm with you. Yeah. We had ice nasty po- weather in ice Dallas. Ice-pocalypse. The ice-pocalypse. Yes. Um, we did enjoy the ice-pocalypse uh, Friday, Saturday, and and, Sunday, I, was, and I was going to ask you if that a little bit of Tuesday if uh, DHL was affected by all that ice. Hey, good morning. Hi. Hey, doing oh, well. Yeah. All right, I guess we should look and see what. Yeah. Um, Dang it! I forgot my stupid glasses. Oh no! Three egg omelettes. <laughs> I will read it for you, Those Frank. Bre- Thank you. Number one, Texas size breakfast. No, don't read that. Two eggs thing. any style with hash browns. <laughs> don't read that. Okay, we can edit this out. He can't read. <laughs> I forgot my glasses. Oh, I can't no. read. So look, I'm having to do this. My arms out in. Voiceover. That's awesome. Be cool. Cops. It's like a pun or something. Look, there's the cops on me. Oh no, cheese it. Be cool. Cheese it. It's the cops. <laughs> um, 
the storm hit Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Friday was Thank so you. bad that. Thank you, right. man. Friday was so bad that the truckers that that delivered the product that I ship yeah. were not out on the roads. Okay. So I had nothing to do. So I burned a sick day, got paid for that day. Okay. It was still bad the next two days. The yes. truckers would not drive. I had to take those days off because I huh. couldn't even get out of my neighborhood. That's how bad it was. Oh, Plus, yeah. there was nothing for me to do at work, so I ended up taking two days off no pay because I knew I didn't have any days to burn. Right. So when I got called in on day seven, Excellent. I made double time, which made up for the two days oh. that I missed. Plus, I worked an extra two hours on that double time day, so I got like an extra half a day's worth of pay. That's fantastic. So that's good. So it yeah. all works out. Yeah. So how is it? Are you still putting puzzles together for a living? That's got to keep your brain Um No, I'm starting to get the hang of it. Excellent. I'm starting to get the hang of it. So, anyway, and sorry about the publishing and then of 350, and then I waited longer than I wanted to to publish 351, mm-hmm. which is up now. Um, I'm thinking, Which I think we can all admit is a fun but weak show. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Scene. It was fun. You didn't edit it, did you? Uh, you very listen, little. You didn't listen to the whole thing and edit it. Uh, I listened. But did you? Yeah, I normalized it and stuff. You didn't edit the, the phone call out that I had with John and Russ. Oh, I just thought. <laughs> so that was boring for like a minute and a half, two minutes. Anyway, it's fine. Well, we're, we're dumb enough to think that... Uh, People out there like to have the curtain pulled back too. That was so. a, I, that was a fun episode, and I hope one day we can play that game again soon because that was a lot of fun. Heck yes! Frank's checking out that guy's breakfast. We do a uh, Skype or something, right? We can just go to your house. Throw up the Skype like, feed. You, know, you mean the video so, of it? Yeah, video of it. It's set up a webcam. Of course, the video is yeah, the video is kind of lame. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, not um, not lame. Just do, it's not like you know, three D. How are you doing this morning, man? Yeah, how about you? Fine, thanks. Wonderful. So we're gonna be separate. Separate, please. Okay. Yes. Do you hate it when people say that? Not really. No. Okay. Makes it really kind of easy. Believe it or not. You first. Okay. I want to oh. yeah, hit me a little harder next time. I beat you in my pen. Hit me a little harder. You frogged me. I got a bruise oh my God, right there. Oh, my God. Don't sue me. No, no, no. It's okay. I don't know this joint. I would like. He may when he's done with it. Right. A number three. How do you like it? Um, sunny side up. I want. Uh, can I get grits with some cheese on? Sure. All right. And I want uh, biscuits and gravy with sausage. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Uh, you go. Okay. It don't matter whoever. I saw this gentleman right next to us, and he looks like he has a great breakfast. The way the hash browns are prepared, I want it just like that. That looks delicious. On the grill. Okay. Oh, wow. Can I have mine on the grill? Oh, did I get hash browns? You didn't get hash browns. You got Never mind. No, 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 no. I want grits with cheese on them, please. Okay. Thank you. You want your egg scrambled? Egg scrambled. And is it two or four sausages to come Four. Four. All right. I'll take that. That looks delicious. I will have that. English muffin? Yes. Gotcha. William. Yep. Come on now. She's waiting. she got other tables to take Come on, dog. Oh, they eat now. Okay. <laughs> There's a guy over here holding a cup going, no, oh, he's okay. no. It's all right. I'll take, get some coffee in a minute. I'll take the uh, the number three also. How do you like eggs? Uh, like them scrambled. Okay. Hash browns, grits? Uh, I want hash browns. Want them well like everybody else's? Yeah. Gotcha. 
Sausage, bacon, or ham? Uh, bacon, please. Biscuits or toast? I would like some, uh, let's go with uh, toast. Okay. Give me just a couple minutes. We'll get it together for Thank you, Amber. Awesome. Look at them birds over there in front of the, the generic name brand fragrances <laughs> store. <laughs> okay. So, so are those the birds that, like, go away for the winter? Because if they do, they might want to take advantage of prevailing winds and... <laughs> Hey, let me look at my calendar real quick. Those might be birds from the south, like from Illinois, and they right. come down here going, oh, we'll go to Dallas because it's not as cold there. Little did I know. Okay, I just published 351, okay? Mm-hmm. That should have been published, well, anyway, if we don't publish anything else, and then we record this show right now, mm-hmm. this could be our Christmas show. Believe so you mean not. wait until... What I'm saying is, let's... We're recording now. Mm-hmm. I could publish it since 351 was, like you said, kind of weak. Fun, but kind of weak. Mm-hmm. I could publish this soon. Monday I would say on the Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So we get back on schedule. Then, can we record this Wednesday night? Oh, for Christmas? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Can you record this yeah. Wednesday night? Yep. Then that will yep. be our Christmas show. Because it will air the next week, which yeah. is Christmas. Awesome. All right. I've had uh, some listeners ask, and uh, um, Santa s- did send down a message to us, and uh, so please stand by to enjoy that okay. for the Christmas show. Would you mind, you guys mind if I had a little list? Of yeah, let's no, see, please. please. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I like your list, bro. Let's like talk it. about the uh, Anchorman 2 coming out. Okay. I've become less organized as I've grown older. I think that's really sad. I want to talk about so the good. marketing campaign for Anchorman 2. Or, or the, uh, or the, the greatness of it? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's starting to have me worried. You mean the marketing blitzkrieg? Yes. yes. It's starting to have me worried that they're trying too hard to get me excited for the movie. And now let's kind of recap what you have on your list about some of the some of the things we think. There's the Dodge commercial. What else have you seen? Well, the Dodge commercial. He did an actual local news broadcast. Yes. He sat at the desk. Did you a, watch it? I did. It was. It was. Um, Sorry, my phone's in the car. I just realized. No, it no, was, no. I'm, I'm doing the uh, what Ron uh, Burgundy did in uh, there with the I sports actually, guy. Out of kind of 30 minutes, there was about two minutes of funny stuff. Yeah. Which really kind of let me down. Well, what I thought was amazing was... Yes, uh, the anchor, the co-anchor. Are you married? Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, I am, so don't get any ideas. You know, that was that was funny. But. <laughs> and when the sports guy's doing the news... Yeah, he reaches he over. He reaches over, puts his hand on his shoulder, and gives him a big rub. <laughs> so you can see, you can see Ron's hand come into frame and, and do that. It's pretty funny. What were you going to say, Bill? I'm sorry. Um, I was just going to say that uh, he, he plays it straight. For the most part. He does. And he, he goes up there and he delivers a newscast, and it just happens to be Ron Burgundy. He did a, a stint on ESPN, which is funny because he made fun of it in the okay. extra material yes. on the Anchorman DVD. But he interviewed um, Peyton Manning, and there was a horrible satellite delay. Oh, no. That really threw off the dynamic Yes. Of the interview, and he would ask a question. He would just sit there and stare at the camera, waiting for Peyton Manning to. I mean, seriously, it felt like a five-second delay, which is an eternity. Yeah. Well, now, did, did, we, do you think that was part of the gag? I don't think so, because it 
it wasn't funny. It didn't make it any funnier. So that's a uh, that's a possibility with what I do, having to deal with stuff like that. Yeah. And we've actually had to adjust the way we the way we produce the show. Sure. I mean, physically, the the the. The pipes the signal goes through and to right. we've had to we've had to adjust and change our, our formats to avoid those kind of delays uh, with the uh, the radio shows. So yeah, I'm familiar. And the problem is that there's no way you can have an actual conversation. All it can be is Q and A, call and response seen, at that yeah, point. Yeah, we've and seen it, that our whole lives on yeah. satellite TV. But anyway, so that ESPN thing wasn't that funny. It would have. I think it would have been funnier if it was quick. You know, reaction like real time reaction is what I'm saying. Um, I was driving by a Dodge dealership the other day, and there was Ron Burgundy's face <laughs> up on the the LED billboard that they have. Oh, okay. Threw me off. I was gonna say maybe they have like a giant inflatable Ron Burgundy. <laughs> See, that would be that would be cool. It really threw me off. I'm just. What else has he done? I mean, he's done a ton of stuff. Now, I that's think you, really strange. I seem to remember for the first movie, of course, it wasn't to this level, but Ron Burgundy showed up in a lot of places too. A couple of award shows. Before uh, the movie? Yeah, before the movie. Well, I know it wasn't as huge a hit in the movie theater as it became later on on DVD. It became like this massive, yes. huge following on DVD, but it just seems like everywhere I go, I see Ron Burgundy, and it's really starting to worry me. It's really starting to make me think, they realize this is a piece of garbage, oh, and they're no. trying to hype me up. You know, so I, I'm actually worried that they are following, based on what I've seen on the trailer, it's all we've seen, is that it's following, it's going to follow too much of the first movie, of just the... Plot point, the, the plot points that it hit. I kind of want it to be something a little different. So you're worried about uh, repetitive going and seeing um, a carbon you, copy? Yeah, yeah. That that would be my concern. The clone of the first movie. I just. I mean, I I forgot to ask you to bring that book. God damn it! Dang it! I bought the Sorry. Uh, I bought the Ron Burgundy book <laughs> and then I left it at Bill's house. I only read the first chapter, and then I left it at Bill's house. But okay, so there's a book. Oh, there's a brandy too. There's a, a brandy? Ron Burgundy Scotch. I'm sorry. Scotch. There's a Ron Burgundy Scotch, and there's also a uh, in their new a uh, Ben and Jerry's yes. ice cream flavor. I think it's called Scotch. Which has the, Scotch. the greatest name ever, Scotchy Scotch Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Butterscotch flavor. Is um, it a problem that uh, my 11 year old and her bestie um, they run around and take great pleasure in uh, say. Scotch, scotch, scotch. It's so. into my belly. It's thing. like, lady, you are 11, and I don't want you joking like that around your mother. The new movie is rated PG-13. The first one was an R. Okay, I think we all know why it's PG-13. So yeah. more people can go see it. More people have... In hindsight, when you think about the first movie, if that one scene that you're fond of where he says the F word yes. like 20 times. I, that is my favorite scene because if that, that is my favorite word. Yeah, <laughs> if that wasn't in the movie, if you yeah. think about it, that's probably a PG-13 no, movie. I showed it to the, uh, the, I broke it out for the kids probably a month ago. Yeah. And uh, we watched it and I did a little uh, 15 second bump forward yeah. um, during that scene. Um, but that was really the only objectionable, truly objectionable part of the movie. There's the, there's the, uh, the not so subtle uh, double entendre, almost a single entendre, because it really wasn't much of a double entendre, um, at the pool. 
where he kind of tries his, his pickup lines. All right. Yes. Well, that and what about the erection scene? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But, I mean, when you think about it, when you go back and watch it, those things, you've seen those types of things in PG-13 okay. movies. Sunny Side uh, Up? I had Sunny Side Up. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Holy cow. Cheers. Fantastic. Great. So at oh, first, so good. At first, I was concerned that it's a PG-13, but in hindsight, may not may not be a, an issue. I, I mean, oh. I, I think it's safe to I say we are, we are all it's gonna all. we are all gonna see it, and uh, it is gonna have moments. Whether it'll yeah. be as good as the first one, that remains to be seen. But. So I saw Hobbit last night. I'm gonna go. Yesterday. I'm gonna go see it tonight with my 14-year-old. Uh, with the, uh, of course, without giving any plot points away and stuff like that. Toast. Thank you. Muffin. Right here. Biscuits. Thank you, ma'am. It, 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 it was very good, um, but it was it was a lot of the same, like the first movie. I am. It is bombarded with action, with with plot. That's and the sweet pea that brought that out to you. Yeah. Did you get everything? Yeah. Yes, oh, it's man. perfect. Like it. Yeah. It looks go. wonderful. All right. Fantastic. I'll be back in a little bit. Thank you. Um, I went and saw it uh, last night also. Good. Uh, yeah. Went and saw the. Uh, I was bummed. We we're gonna go see a 7:45 um, XD screen Dolby Atmos. 3D high frame rate got, version. Did you see? And we ended rate? up <laughs> we ended up seeing it in high frame rate, but it was not on the XD screen, okay. and it actually it did diminish my user experience a little tiny bit, uh, not having it on the XD screen. Okay. Because I couldn't get out of the, I couldn't get the thought out of my head during the movie that there's a movie screen. It didn't just kind of like wrap around and develop your consciousness, which I was hoping for. Uh, I, think, I think those showing that Allison and I are going to go see. Is high frame rate, yeah, 3D XD. Yeah. Okay. Sure. See, I if I um, if I take the kids to go see it, which is uh, a near certainty. Um, although I was sitting there trying to, you know, you you judge so many things through the lens of uh, being a father too. It's like, okay, is you know, is this movie okay for the kids to see? Is this part too intense? Is this too, you know, this that? And other than the fact that the movie is. Uh, uh, it's like Watchmen length. It's, it's basically two hours, two hours 40 41 minutes. minutes. Oh. Um, so it's a long movie. And to me, we walked out of the theater, and I said, hey, was it you guys, or did that movie feel like it was about uh, six hours long? Really? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I went yeah. with a uh, mate from work, uh, Adam, and a uh, buddy of his, Al, who I'd never met. Nice guys. Um, and... I just I walked out of the theater. Uh, I was also, I was super freaking tired yesterday, and I think I I nodded off at one point for I don't know in the movie thirty seconds a minute whatever in the movie yes during in the middle of the movie coming from you <laughs> that's not a good sign. No, it's not. Uh, I don't think it's a reflection of the movie because it certainly wasn't during boring parts. There's just like Frank said the the action sequences are just you feel like you're running a marathon at times. It's just. The, the action sequences go on, on, and on, which I think is a compliment. Certainly uh, speaks to uh, Peter Jackson's acumen as a uh, director, um, because we got 
what? We're 90 seconds into the thing, and we've already seen like 47 edits <laughs> and, you know, 32 different camera angles. And I'm just, I mean, literally a minute or two into the movie, and I'm already seeing that this pace is going to be exhausting if they try to keep this up. And they did, and it was. Again, technically, very impressive. Uh, and, and like I told my buddies, uh, Adam and Al, I said, you got it's got to be the high frame rate because you cannot believe what that high frame rate does to the quality of the 3D picture. I mean, it's like looking through a window. Yeah. The 3D is so impressive and so immersive and so realistic. I mean, it's it, this is. I mean, imagine the best 3D movie you've seen to this point, live action 3D movie you've seen, and then imagine that that is on like an old. Zenith CRT 4x3 standard definition television and then take that to like a 4K TV. I mean it's just the the difference between regular 3D and high frame rate 3D is a quantum leap. It's not a little bit better. It's the, it's it's amazing. It goes from being oh this is cute this is a movie and I see that there is depth to the shot to wow I'm looking through a window. When you were watching the movie and Evangeline Lilly came on, did you go, hey, that's Kate? <laughs> were you able to separate it? Oh, totally. She did a very good job. No, because she's, she's adorable. She's always been an elf anyway. Yeah, she's adorable. If it's, we mentioned this before. That may be some of the most perfect casting ever done. Now, I would say, I would say her storyline, her story arc in it, in, in retrospect, and I yeah. this and in the biggest sense of all, of all is it's a little eye-rolling the situation they put her in. Again, I don't want to say too much to Brad. Right, thank you. But it's not going to be so much where it's just like, um, like, oh, that's terrible. It's more like, well, of course that's what they would well, do. And there's not just a whole heck of a lot of character development for her considering no. the fact that it's a two-hour and 41-minute movie. Yeah. But I think you'll like her. She does a very good job. Like Bill said, she was born to play that role. No. Uh, I think they could have done more with her. Was she a character in the book, Bill? Um, she may have been mentioned in the book, but no, not a, not a lead character at all. Um, I mean, I know that they they mined the book. They mined right. the appendices. Okay. They mined the appendices to right. create three movies. You know. Well, and there's no Legolas in the second book. I mean, Legolas is not a wood elf. They've shoehorned that in. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, there, there's no Legolas in the, uh, you know, in the wood elf's kingdom. Um, well, in this movie, does he, is he Well, they're shoehorning him in because elf? he's a popular character. Yeah, yes, course. he's absolutely, uh, well, I don't know if they ever explicitly point at Legolas and say, look, that's Legolas, he's a wood elf. But he's with them, and so I think you can make some assumptions at that point. Maybe I am. Maybe yeah, but Frank's with us, he's, and he's not white. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought maybe it's like where you like, uh, you know, you loan a, you, know, you loan a police officer to another, you know, like, uh, uh, like, like Eddie Murphy, you know, gets to go from Detroit to L.A. to chase yeah. down bad guys. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's kind of it. Maybe because he's visiting some family there. That's true distant family I'd assume because um, my only beef uh, with the movie and this is something I, I read and so I was afraid this was going to infect um, the way I viewed the movie um, 
I think I did a good job of, of it not getting into my head too deeply to adjust my experience. But uh, there are a lot of coincidences in that movie. <laughs> there are, I mean, it was, you know, this is nothing you haven't seen before on Star Trek or Star Wars or Indiana Jones or, you know, any other piece of, of you know, above average to you know, fantastic uh, American cinema. Being in the right place at the right time, yeah. finding the right thing at the right time. Right. Or... Um, but it is, to me, I think it's just amazing that uh, um, the first, the first uh, I don't know, what, hour and a half of the movie, to me, almost seemed uh, uh, clipped, all kind of Ender's Game-ish, in that I know there's more to this, and it seems like the the scenes are kind of shortened to the point where in the book, you know, it meandered a little tiny bit. You think after a second viewing it would flow a little better? That's a great question. Um, well, well, Bill Tews, I'll say no. I, I will probably never see this movie again. <laughs> again. Really? Well, not because it was bad, but mostly just because it's just like, all right, I kind of got it, you know? I, I, don't think, I don't think there's a lot of deeper meaning in this movie. I liked the first Hobbit very much, and well, in fact, I've seen it twice in the last two weeks with my daughter. Yeah, and I've, I've in watched preparation it. for the new one. I've watched it a number of times. Oh, here is another note too. This has nothing to do with plot points in the movie, but if you own the movie, if you have access to it, if it's on Netflix or you're on demand or whatever, watch the movie, people, before you go see the second. Because they don't give you an update or a recap. They throw you basically right in the middle of the action, and you're off and running. So I could uh, not imagine never seeing The Hobbit and just going to go see this one. I mean, you wouldn't, but there's a lot going to be a lot of people who haven't seen the movie in two years and have forgotten a lot of the movie. And they're going to come into this movie, and stuff's going to happen. They're going to go, um, what, uh, excuse me, what's going on here? They're going to have to tap their, the person sitting next to them on the shoulder and say, can you explain this to me? Please tell me Gollum is in this movie. No. He's not? No. Are you serious? He's not in this movie at all? I cannot tell you that. I already did. He is I want not you to tell movie. me if he's in this movie or not. He's not. Oh, that really makes me sad. Because the scene with Gollum and Bilbo in the first Hobbit mm -hmm. was like my favorite scene in the whole in the whole movie. And if anybody Thank does have the Blu-ray, there's a Tons of behind-the-scenes stuff, but the scene, the behind-the-scenes featurette where they show how they shot that scene with, okay. with Bilbo and, and Gollum is just incredible. It's just amazing. It's amazing what they did to make Gollum what he is. That yeah. makes me sad that he's not in it. There is a there is somewhat of a coincidence in the movie that reflects the, uh, you know, the new BBC Sherlock. That has Cumberbatch in it. Yeah. Watson. Watson plays Bilbo, right? And right. Cumberbatch is the line. Smout. Smout. Yeah, we're good. Thank you, man. All right. So let's, that, that was kind oh. of fun. Cumberbatch did a good job. He was just voicing it, but. Well, they also. I, I may be crazy, but they captured his face. There's one point I turned to Adam, who's sitting next to me, and I go, um, they pan over a couple of. I'm trying to remember what they were. Dwarves, monsters, orcs, whatever they were. Um, they pan up over a character, and it, boy, they did a whole lot of the, the way the way they placed stuff. And the, they they did stuff that was like not just foreground but extreme foreground, 
I mean, there were a few times they did the 3D trick of throwing something right at the camera screen. But yeah. For the most part, the 3D was them having stuff like right next to the camera lens and then having stuff, you know, about and away in the same shot. And, and it just, again, the, the spatial... The, the spatial geometry of the, of the the technology is just it it still blows my mind. I do want to see it again in high frame rate. Um, but they pan up across the sky. I look over at Adam and I go, "Dude, that, I think it's Stephen Colbert." <laughs> you think he was in the movie? Really? I'm not joking. I may be wrong, but I think that may have been Stephen Colbert. That would be kind of might have been. Like he'll reveal later on. Did you see my right? Well, Peter Jackson was in the, every uh, Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, he had, really? He had a bit part in, like a, um, maybe just an extra or something. But he was in every movie. Well, he's the he's pulling his Martin Scorsese then because uh, he is the first thing you see in this movie. Peter Jackson? Yeah. I don't think I he, saw. Oh. He, he's the guy who comes out of the door that starts the movie. Gotcha. I don't think he okay. was in the first one at all. I didn't see him. I don't remember that. I, I agree with you. All right. No more Hobbit talk because I want to see it. And then next next week... We oh, can, then we'll blow the lid off the Hobbit. Next week we can talk a little bit about it. Um, another thing on my list. The TV show Arrow. Yes! Have you been watching it, Frank? Yes! Have you, you, you're not caught up. Did you see the two-part Barry no. Allen? Oh, wait, I saw the first... Yes, I did see the two-part Barry Allen. Frank, in the first part, I know I know Jeff Johns co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. I'm even now thinking about it, I am covered with goosebumps. <laughs> when, when Barry Allen tells the story about what he experienced in trying to explain why he's attracted to cases that, that yes, were similar to yes. what Arrow was involved in at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear my whole body's goosebumps right now. But hearing him describe what he experienced when his mom was murdered and then what happened to him, it, my jaw just fell. And I, I started weeping tears of joy because it was so... It was so perfect. It was so perfect. Golly, that that is the best superhero show ever made. Bill, who Arrow. who um, who killed Wally West's mother? I'm sorry, Barry Allen's was it uh, mother? Was it Reverse Flash? Yeah, Eobard yeah. Thawne. Okay, right. they don't mention him in this movie, in this TV show, but when he's explaining to Felicity Smoke, I think why he's. I'm sure that's a real name. Who's adorable, by, by the way. Um, when he's explaining to her why he's attracted to cases like this, he tar- starts telling the story about when his mom was killed and how his dad was blamed for it. He said, I was there. I'll, my dad did not kill my mom. I'll, what was there was a... I can't describe it anything other than a blur. Yes. Bill's eyes just got big. Nice. It was a blur... She died, and then before I knew it, I was 20 blocks away. Yes. I mean, how crazy is that? To me, that means that was reverse flash. Eobard Thawne killed his mom, grabbed Barry, ran and dumped him 20 blocks away in the blink of an eye. I mean, how wonderful is that? Now, and and for the uninitiated, for people who don't know... Like me. uh, Well, no, who who don't know the the reverse flash angle Uh. and stuff like that. It just sounds like this bizarre mystery 
where it's just like, so was it a tornado? Was it, I mean, what happened? You know, you're questioning, how did that happen to Barry Allen? So, I mean, you're just absorbed into the story. But people who, like us, who know the origin, Yes. I swear, that was one of the most amazing sensations I've ever had watching a a television show. When he was telling that story. Oh, my gosh. Brad, along those same lines, in that same episode, there is a scene, it's the best non-kiss you've ever seen, where Felicity <laughs> and Barry Allen, there's a moment where he should kiss her, Yeah. and I, I watched that scene a couple times, it is such good acting, where they should kiss, and she even gives them the signal, kiss me, but she does it in that girl way of just like, you know, that not That confusing going, girl yeah. way, like... <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? Yes, and but it's like all he has to do is just do it, but he doesn't, and it's a little heartbreaking because it's just like you need to kiss her, kiss her. Why aren't you kissing her? No, no. And then he walks away. Well, we know Jeff Johns was highly involved in in the Flash comic for so long. He understands his character. I didn't catch his name on the second part. I don't know if he was involved. It feels like he was, but. Anyway, so that was the first part. The second part, we got to see the accident. Okay, I haven't seen the accident, but go ahead and talk about it. It's fine. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Spoiler alert for the second part of the Barry Allen story. He's not blonde, by the way, but that doesn't bother me in the slightest. I like his body build. I mean, he's kind of lean and and, and lanky like the Flash probably should be. Anyway, he was back in Central City in his crime lab. There was a thunderstorm going on. They, They... Combine the thunderstorm with that um, super collider or nuclear reactor yes. or whatever that exploded, and I'm not sure how that fits in, but basically, I think I watched it a couple times. What I got was there was some kind of super collider that was being targeted by some villain, it exploded, okay, and the shockwave hit. And what happened? And he was in his crime lab. Of course, there's a glass window in the top of the crime crime lab. What happened is the shockwave knocked all these chemicals up into the air off of the shelves. Yes. And they doused him. At the same time, a lightning bolt came through the window and. and Dang boy! Just like his origin. And then it knocked him out unconscious. And as he's laying down. You see this little bit of under the skin, like looks like red lightning, kind of just <laughs> flying through his skin from like the bottom of his head to the top of his head. Oh yeah, so good! I cannot wait to see that TV show. So, I mean, it gives me hope. So, is it cooler that the Flash, um, the Flash has infused the Speed Force, or just simply that he had a bunch of chemicals dumped on him that were charged by lightning, and now he can uh, break the speed of light? I'm going to say, from a comic book aspect, Speed Force is cooler. From a TV aspect, chemicals are cooler. Have they... I mean, it's it's called Arrow, not The Flash. Um, But... uh, did they ever mention the the phrase Speed Force? No. Are they hinting at that? Not once. You've got to remember, you know, that was retconned in to the Flash origin in the books years after he was... Years, decades after he was created. So... I agree with Frank. The Speed Force in the comics works really well how it was retconned into the origin. You tried to bring that into the TV show in the pilot or the first episode, mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna turn people off. Maybe later in the second yeah, or third season. Yeah, two or season. three seasons where it starts to get established like Barry, that wasn't an accident. Yeah, something like that. But I, I have 
I have very, very, very high hopes. Hey, can I ask you a question? How are you cancer free? Are you still going through? Yeah, that's fantastic. I am. Um, I am a part-time video guy, and I've had the privilege of spending a weekend six months apart from each other with a group of cancer survivors at a retreat that a hospital in Hearst sponsors. And I find them to be some of the most inspiring, uplifting people. How long have you been cancer free? Uh, That's great. That makes me very happy to you. got a Duck Dynasty shirt. Duck Dynasty. Not the lady boys, the boys boys. What's your name? Sharon. I had a double mastectomy. Did you? I have pads on. Oh, good job. We would have never known. You would have never known. Yeah, I mean, it's, it helps a lot when you've got damn good people staying behind. Sure. And I had my employees and customers and everything. Yep. So it helped out a whole lot. And my family. One of my best childhood <laughs> friends died from cancer oh about six years ago. I lost both my mom and my dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lost my dad in April this year to throat cancer. He was diagnosed with his throat cancer, and then he passed away on April the 9th, and then I was diagnosed with my breast cancer on May. Well, let's hope, let's hope that you beat this and you can stick around for a very long time. Yeah, I've got a lot of things up my sleeves. <laughs> I can't you, keep a good woman down. <laughs> Next up, time to grow old. Hey, don't forget my coffee. <laughs> I just wanted to say that to her. That was very sweet. Um, Can I get one more cream? I'm a coffee cream boy. Bill, if you have a chance, if it ever comes on Netflix, it is on Netflix. The first season. The first season. Yeah. I'm begging you, okay. Bill. Watch this show, man. This show will not let you down. I'm not taking it as enough. big a oh. DC fan as you are. Yes. They throw Easter eggs at you constantly, constantly, Bill. Excellent. It is such. This is how a comic book should be done on television. It is perfect. I'm a little concerned about this new show I've heard called Gotham. Oh, tell me about it. I haven't heard about it. It's on the... It's either Fox or WB. I can't remember. I don't think it's WB. I think it's Fox. I think it's Fox. Which is a bad sign. <laughs> but um, it takes place when Bruce Wayne is about 10 years old, but he's not the main character. It's Lieutenant Jim Gordon is the main character. So they're going to do a Gotham Central type uh, yeah. situation. But Bruce Wayne's about 10 after he's lost his parents is what I understand it to be. But he's not, that premise, he's not the main character. Based on that premise, I kind of I kind of dig that. But, yeah, we'll have to wait to see, right? Oh, and supposedly we're going to see some familiar villain faces. Okay. But yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to work. The question is, though, and this is something that um, apparently Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, is finally starting to figure out, is how do you differentiate yourself from every other police crime procedural. Yeah. Don't you can't just have CSI New York and slap the name Gotham on it and have it be Gotham. 
Yeah, know, that's how are, how are they going to make it actually, you know, a trip to Gotham City? That's what I'm concerned about. Okay. Arrow has done it incredibly successfully. If anybody out well, there has seen Arrow and you're at you're at at least a, a little bit yes. even if you're not well, now familiar he, with DC. Dude, you can is anybody he, can watch the show. It yeah. is it is just an adventure. But right? if you are familiar with DC, you're gonna get such such delight from watching the show. It's just it's just incredible. Now let's compare this to Shield. Arrow to Shield. Arrow, I'm struggling with Shield. Arrow is a much better show than Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Once it hit about its fifth or sixth episode, okay, I finally it, it's finally started to click. And each episode since then, I've enjoyed very much. Good. The mid-season hiatus cliffhanger was pretty crazy. Let's see, they for. Let's go ahead and pull that. They kidnapped. It turned out Coulson was the one that they wanted. Not not the one that they led you to believe. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some mystery going on with Coulson. So, we were actually talking about this at work. And so, the two theories going on at work, and these are just theories, is that he's going to become the vision, that Coulson will become the vision because of his dryness, because he's kind of androidish, you know. I mean, however you want to describe that, or he's a life decoy man. So they still haven't told us exactly what's going on with him? They haven't, but in my opinion, they've gone out of their way to tell us he's human, he's not a life model decoy. Okay, all right. Now, so the obvious inference then is that uh, the, the version that died in the, uh, the movie was the LMD? No, that was the same person that's in the TV show. Okay. But if it if so, it if it turns out he becomes a vision, then that works into the whole Ultron next movie. James Spader is Ultron. So Wait, Ultron what? made Ultron made the vision. Did he? I can't remember that part. Are you saying Tough Turf is gonna be in the next Avengers movie? I don't understand Blacklist that. Blacklist is reference. gonna be Boston Legal? <laughs> Boston Legal? Blacklist? Less than zero? Yeah, Blacklist. Less uh, of zero. Stargate. Stargate. He's going to be <laughs> Ultron. Right. So now, you're saying Top Secret's going to be uh, New Ultrons, which you saying. No, not. James Spader wasn't in Top Secret. No, I'm sorry. I Get him and Val Kilmer confused. Yeah. My bad. Batman Forever so is going to be an Ultron. So you're saying Iceman's not going to be the New Ultrons, what no. you're saying? No. Right? Just checking. Jim Morrison is not the, the next Ultron. All right. All right. You're saying real genius is going to be the next uh, no. Ultron. No, not at all. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> not at all. Oh, I'm going to go see Frozen today, this afternoon. Are you? Yeah. Turn in your man card. Mm. What? It's Disney, man. I'm actually going with some friends to go. Um, you guys know Randy Hunt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his, his wife and two kiddos. There's a screening in Dallas, so we're going to go to that. And I'm going to meet them awesome. down there, and we're going to uh, go see Frozen. It, it, it's been getting good reviews. I took um, I took my youngest to go see it um, you last weekend or shortly before that, however it worked out. Um, I thought that it was, uh, it felt like... Pixar getting eaten by Disney, <laughs> but the middle part 
when the uh, when the goofy snowman shows up, it actually becomes really kind of sweet at that point. Yeah. It, it burns through too many Disney cliches, way too many of them. But uh, with that said, it's pretty watchable. Um, I kind of put it kind of on on par with uh, Brave. I kind of thought that. And maybe you will think differently of it, but my immediate impression was it was kind of like Brave. It was one story. It wasn't a bunch of side plots. It's not a lot of, uh, there's not a whole lot of nonsense on the way from point A to point B. Right. And I don't know that that's a compliment at all. I, I don't know. That's for, the, that's for the viewer to decide, I suppose. Brave didn't, uh, didn't capture my imagination. I had a good time. Yeah. But uh, much like <laughs> The Hobbit 2, I will probably never see it again. <laughs> Not because I don't like it. It was good. I had a good time. But I just don't need to relive it. Can we talk about one, a third topic third before topic. we close out? Of course. Sony expands the Spider-Man movie universe with yes. the movie Venom yes. and, and Sinister Six. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm excited about Sinister Six. You know what Six. breaks my heart? What? Is that... I'm not interested at all <laughs> in seeing those movies or the next Spider-Man movie. I saw, that does make me sad. It, I saw it, the trailer it, for it, the new Spider-Man. Dude, oh my god, it was so good. Are you kidding me? No, it looks amazing. I sat there. I sat there just. It, it was like Zoe when he did the Ron Burgundy impression. I was just like this whole time. Are you time. kidding me? It was amazing. I am on board. Oh, all I felt. And, and a lot of it, I think, was the CG. I mean, just watching watching the way the camera followed him around as he was doing his web slinging was... I mean, we've been waiting for this since Sam Raimi did the first movie. You know, I mean, Sam, and that Sam Raimi, that stuff was good, but this what, is like way... I mean, this is what, like a What we're seeing is we're seeing what the limits of CG technology were when Sam Raimi started, and we're seeing what we have gotten to now. Hey, as much as I didn't care for the first uh, Andrew Garfield right. movie, the Spider-Man stuff, not the Peter Parker, but the Spider-Man stuff, minus the costume, yeah. was spot on. This, I think this costume is going to be a little more... It's closer to the... I, the real deal. Well, I saw pictures of it um, on Bleeding Cool or, or whatever, and I thought, they're really tricking it up. But in the previews, my thought was, that's not like Steve Ditko, you know, classic original, but it's really close to it. it you don't feel like, oh, they're trying to trick it up. They're trying, you know, it's got to be a midnight cobalt blue. You know, it's just a regular blue. You can't, you know, it isn't good enough. They, and, but I just, I was absolutely out of my mind watching that freaking preview. And a lot of it, I think, had to do with the fact that we were watching 3D. How nice could you not screen. throw up when you saw Electro? Or the oh. Rhino? Well, I thought Electro. On. We, we, uh, because we've had this discussion before. The Rhino, did you see what they did with the yeah, Rhino? I love that, Brad. As opposed I'm, to having a guy in a gray suit I'm running too, around. I'm, that's grafted onto his skin. I'm too, which is the way it should be, I'm too close to the source material. It's too near and dear to my heart. And Osborne, uh, Harry Osborne, creepy as I, I loved it. He had a, a, a real kind of a Cillian Murphy kind of vibe to him, didn't he? Just, I really want to be able to get past what I'm feeling and what I felt with the first movie. I really do, because you guys both know, if I could marry Spider-Man, I would. That's how much I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man since I can remember loving anything, okay? 
I really, really want to get past the broken heart that the first Amazing Spider-Man gave me, but I don't know if I can. Oh. More Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 for me. I'm, I'm Brad. I am on board with this second movie. I hope it's very successful. Part of me does. Part of me hopes it tanks. That way, Sony, okay, Sony's never, I was going to say, if it tanks, Sony will give up the rights. They'll never, ever give up the rights to Spider-Man. Not as long as it will make them more money. No, never, ever. So... Because we found out, well, we found out on South Park that they're going to lose the platform, the next-gen platform wars, so, uh, it's it's sad. I can always put Spider-Man 2 in and watch it and be treated to the perfect Spider-Man movie. Perfect, I agree. Perfect Spider-Man, perfect, I would say perfect, almost perfect superhero movie, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I love it. And Arrow is the perfect superhero TV show right now. I'm begging you, Bill, watch... I just started watching Watch Game Arrow. of Thrones too. I'm five, six episodes into. The, I'm about halfway through the first season. That's when I got out. <laughs> I'm interested, but I I spend a lot less time watching TV than I wish I did, which is ironic because it seems like I get so little done. How is it that I haven't sat there and watched TV for three hours? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I just kind of wander around my house. With an unfocused stare, and then I like lose time or something. I don't. Even, I don't even know how to describe how exactly the mechanics of me wasting an evening and getting nothing done. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's just like, well, I got home at five, and here yeah. it is ten. Yes. And the house is still a mess. What have I done? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like. I guess I spent an hour and a half doing dishes and then another 45 minutes feeding the cat. I, I don't know how that worked out. Oh, back to the Spider-Man thing. Um, they got some names you'll, you'll recognize. Alex Kurt for writers. Alex Kurtzman. Okay. Roberto Orsi. Yes. Jeff Pinkner. Ed Solomon and Drew Goddard. Now, and, and this is for what again? This is for the Spider-Man movie universe. They, uh, oh, okay. They will collaborate on overseeing the developing story over several films. Really? That will be produced by Abby Rad and Matt Tolmach. Isn't uh, isn't kind of Mark Miller? The no, that's the Fox franchise. Oh my God! That's so you the got Fantastic Fox and Four. Sony and that's Fantastic Marvel. Four. Fox's Fantastic cow. Four reboot and yeah. the X Men stuff. So does Sony have anything but Spider Man? No, just. Spider-Man, but that's all they need. Really. Well, I mean, they're clearly going to trick I it mean, out. Yeah, and they're making a franchise out of it. Yeah. So, um, and I think Fox has done a great job. Okay. With uh, X-Men, this is going to make Brad insane. And make stand by to make Brad insane in three, two, one. One of my favorite things about the Spider-Man Two trailer that we saw last night, besides the technology, um, was the fact that. Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker are at ease with what he does. You are an insane person. I love, <laughs> I can't love, stand you. I love it. You are not my favorite. They have this cute little moment. That cute little moment where she's like, basically, go get him, Tiger. Yeah. And you know, she. I just. I cannot thank them enough for getting that source of angst. You know that that. <laughs> That CW, you know, Vampire Diaries style angst out of the stupid movie. Move on and let us have some fun with it. Yeah. 
With that said, it does make you wonder. Uh, Brad's gone, by the way. He he did he followed through on his threat to leave, and he's out. So it's just Frank and me. But uh, they didn't give any hints that Gwen Stacy was going to die. I've not read anything that she is. Uh, obviously, she did in the comics many many years ago, and it's still basically the it's it's almost the last comic book, the last major comic book death uh, that hasn't been reversed. I mean, there's yeah. there's a couple others. Uh, well, you've got. Uh, um, you know, didn't Aunt May technically die or something? But, but there's, you know, there's that uh, sacred yeah. feud, and that, that circle is getting smaller all the time as Bucky came back to life a few years ago. And, you know, you know the Red Hood, you know, Jason Todd came back. And, you know, you, or the, the list of, of characters who are going to stay dead forever is becoming a very, very short list. Um, I, I do hope that means I do hope that, that she does die at the end of this. I do not want her to die. I think that would really hack me off if at the end of the second movie her neck is snapped and we're all sad. I don't want to see that. I mean that's the drama of the third right. movie if that's the archetype. Yeah. Now, I'm still not sure. Uh, I don't think they showed uh, Mary Jane in the trailers. No, she got cut out of the movie. Yeah, she, okay. she got cut out of the second movie. All right. Well, if there is a god, Gwen Stacy will die, <laughs> and Mary Jane will become his true love. This is so fun, because you and I are literally, literally, yeah, I said on purpose, at opposite ends of the spectrum on this, because I just got finished telling Frank, I do not want her to die at the end of the second movie. And they made no hints or allusions to the fact that she's gonna. Um, I just, it, that, that'll make me nuts. Stacy has to die. I'm Peter has to go through that. He has to go through that. Um, if Spider-Man gets... He lost the two most important people in his, in his yeah. world. Uncle Ben and Gwen Stacy. It made him who he is today. Well, and if you don't put him through that, he's going to be a cheap knockoff. And, and you can say this about almost anything, but of course the reason uh, the reason why he's the Spider-Man he is today is because of how. Not the fact that Uncle Ben and, and, and Gwen Stacy died, but actually how each of them died. Sure. Um, because, of course, Peter Parker, you know, in the comic books, he, he feels a lot of responsibility for Gwen Stacy being dead. I mean, clearly he feels a lot for Uncle Ben being dead. But, you know, he kind of feels like it was his fault that Gwen Stacy died. That, that he could have prevented her from dying in the, in the comic and didn't slash wasn't able to. Well, I know how we can ruin the franchise from this point on so Tony will lose, or so Sony will lose the rights. Okay. Gwen Stacy dies at the end. Yes. Okay. But she is... Yeah, she is rescued okay. by Harry Osborn and made into a cyborg. And okay. Spider-Man has to fight Wednesday. She could be Deathlock. There you go. She could be the horrible burns. She becomes Deathlock. <laughs> a lady Deathlock. Lady Deathlock. Thank you. Hey, sold. Can we go full circle? Yeah. To close out the episode. Back to Ice Mageddon. Oh yeah. I forgot to tell you guys. My friend Kevin has been on the show a couple times. He's, yes. he's a truck driver. He was coming back from California and drove into Texas after the storm hit. Holy cow. He was stuck on I-20 going east towards Dallas. Yeah. Out west before the I-20, I-30 split. Right. He was stuck on the road in one spot 
for 12 hours. Wow. He has a co-driver and a sleeper, so they were able to switch off when time dictated that they do so. But can you imagine being stuck on a highway for 12 hours? Well, if you're running low on gas, no. Well, he said he had plenty of gas. He was nice. worried about the four-wheelers. He called them four-wheelers. Yeah. Uh, and then I was communicating with him through uh, Facebook Messenger because yeah. he had a strong data signal. Uh, oddly enough, not a not a strong cell phone signal. But anyways, he said, uh, when I first talked to him after he'd been stuck for two hours, he said, I've got to go to the bathroom something awful. <laughs> and I'm not talking about taking a leak. Oh, no. <laughs> Ten hours later, yeah. he was still, you know, that's about the time they were, were starting to pull away slowly and slowly. He was in the middle of a two-mile walk to the nearest truck stop to go do his business. I would have squatted right there, man. I said the same thing. He said, stage fright, can't do it. So, so he, he he literally walked for two miles to the truck stop. And he said, when I got to that truck stop, it was anarchy. People were yelling and screaming, what do you mean you're at a diesel? How come you don't have any more tacos? Just all this stuff. The gas lines were crazy long. He said... It was amazing. And then he walked two miles back to his truck. See, I would have squatted. In the bitter cold. I would, have, I would have squatted there because you know that the the bathroom at the truck stop is going to be horrible. Yeah, the bathroom at the truck stop may be worse than squatting out on top of a cactus. I mean, when you're out there in the middle of nowhere and there's people and you're stuck there for already 10 hours, dude, I'm sorry. Well, have you ever experienced stage fright? Yes, I have. Okay, I have two. Not of the... Not of the uh, deuce. deuce kind, but <laughs> but the other kind I have. Or like Sage will say, Daddy, are you going number one or number two or number three? <laughs> number three? Is that both? Yeah, it's okay. one plus two equals three. Oh, okay. I Simple. usually don't go two unless, if I go two, one's going to happen. That's usually what happens. And we're back to poop. <laughs> All right, so this was fun. Um, Three's Doral, by the way. Sage, yes, my young man. Mm-hmm. Realize he turned seven. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Sage. Yes, happy birthday to Sage. We're having his uh, his official birthday party uh, is this evening. Okay. Oh. So his birthday was on a Thursday, and uh, we're having the uh, official birthday party uh, two days afterwards on Saturday evening. So, where's it going to be? Your place? Uh, no, it's going to be at Gaddy Town. Really? Uh, by the way, we still have those. Yeah, well, it's the one up in Frisco. It's been there forever. Um, I had not been in there in years. We uh, used to go to it. Gaddy uh, Town's a pizza, like it's, a turkey cheese. It's, it's, it's a Mr. Gaddy's. Actually, it's kind of a rich man's uh, or Yeah, those cheese. games are expensive. <laughs> yeah, those games are expensive. But the thing that struck me, uh, over the summer, uh, Zoe had a uh, uh, schoolmate's uh, bar mitzvah to go to. So we dropped her off at the after party, Sage and I, and we went down to Gaddy Town because we didn't want to, because, you know, we didn't want to take all their free drinks, you know, at the bar. So I said, Sage, just just one drink before we go. And then we went down and we, uh, we went to Gaddy Town for a couple hours. The games were no better than I remember, uh, possibly more expensive than I remember. Um, but the main thing was that that pizza, it made CC's taste like original Ray's. Really? It was <laughs> yeah. Bad, huh? Yeah, the one on 13th Street. Okay. Right, because there's, there's like 13 Ray's. Like and we know that CC's tastes like feces. I'll, well, I'll ignore that place. CC's <laughs> is like, is like 
a shoe with cheese on it, basically. Yeah. The the trick is you don't have to massage anybody's grandmother. Yeah. Or have so at least we got that. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a shoe of cheese on it and I want you to force down my throat. Alright, so when we get together next, it'll be our Christmas episode. Yay. Okay. So there'll sleigh bells ring a ding. Um, and people people dealing to do do. All right. Well, with that said, thanks for listening to a half hour wasted bread. Yeah, I need to plug um, the uh, our Facebook page for the HHWLOD network. You go to facebook.com/slash/hhwlod. You'll get updates from every show on our network, uh, and they've been giving away no we're good we're, we're just no, it's okay it's okay <laughs> delete that okay you delete it you guys need some tequila you need a little sangria you know, that we might delete out but thanks to the sangria by the way so they'll usually yeah I've been giving movies away they've been giving away uh, um, codes ultraviolet codes and some iTunes codes for, uh, for, for movies that come with blu-rays and stuff yeah so Pay attention to that feed, like it, and um, you'll get updates. And who knows, maybe you might be able to score a digital copy of the. I gave away my digital copy of the Hobbit movie because I don't, I don't download those uh, digital copies. You know, I've never. So I gave my code. I have never done anything with any of those digital copies ever. If you have some that are unexpired, please let me know. Why would those ever expire? They because they do. Those chintzy sons of guns. Because they do. They're, if you still have some you don't want, send them to me. Photograph them, send them to me, and I'll make sure they get to that Facebook page. Okay. That. Okay. Well, with that, we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas, everybody. The Facebook page. Yes. Okay. Merry Christmas. Well, 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 no, Merry. No, 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 no. Merry Christmas is next week. No, Merry.